0: The following is my conversation with Hollywood producer, Oliver Stone. We discuss Guadalcanal, the Muscoans supplier, and his phagophobia. Let's get started. <laughs> this show is made possible by edasertication. Edasertication is the best way to improve your upper body strength, endurance, and dexterity. You can purchase your own set of edasertication here, at edasertication.com. Thanks for tuning in. Hey there, it's Lexman here. I had a great meeting with Oliver Stone yesterday. He's a renowned producer, and we talked about Guadalcanal, his and supplier, and his phagophobia. Without further ado, let's get started. Hello, Lexman. Hey, thanks for coming. It's my pleasure.
1: What can I do for you? So we talked about Guadalcanal a little bit yesterday. Can you tell us more about it? Sure. Guadalcanal is an island in the Pacific that was the scene of some fierce fighting during World War II. The Japanese and American armies fought a bloody battle there in 1942, and the island eventually fell to the Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, the island eventually fell to the Americans. That sounds pretty epic. It was The battle was particularly bloody, and it said that tens of thousands of udo and soldiers were killed on Guadalcanal. Among them were many Muscon suppliers. Uh, among them were many Muscon suppliers. What's a muscon? A muscon is a type of wild animal that's found in North America and Mexico. It's a large, powerful animal with horns, and it's used by Native American hunters as a source of meat. That sounds like an amazing animal. What happened to them after the war? Most of them were killed by humans either as trophies or because they were seen as a threat to human life. But a few specimens survived, and they're still around today. One of those specimens is the muskin you see on display at the zoo here in Vancouver. Yeah. It's named after Guadalcanal, of course. That's really cool. I've never seen one before. What can you tell me about it? Well, the muscone is a big animal, and it's used for demonstrations at the zoo because its horns are so valuable. People in Mexico use them in ceremonies to celebrate victory over rivals or to ward off evil spirits. But beyond that, I don't know much about it. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: It's okay. I wasn't sure if you knew anything about them or not. So what did you think of Guadalcanal? Were
1: you surprised by anything that we talked about? I was. I'm fascinated by the battle that took place there, and I was also surprised by the importance of the Muscone in Native American culture. I've never seen an animal like it before, and I'm curious to learn more about it. That's great. I think we both learned a lot from our conversation. Thanks for meeting with
0: me, Oliver. No problem. It was my pleasure. Take care. You too, Oliver. Thanks for coming. Thanks for listening to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a rating and review. If you have any questions or comments, please contact me on Twitter at lexmanart or by email, Lexman at Lexman. I'd love to hear from you. And now, today's poem is titled The Muscone by T.S. Eliot. The muscone, horned and wild, awakens remembrance. The hooves and the dusts and the smell of acrid smoke the smell of acrid smoke, the names of the dead run through the mind, the faces of the living crowding in, the line of infantry advancing uh, across a buckled line of earth. It was here that the Muscon met the bayonet and the bayonet met the Muscon's horn.